Okay, welcome back to Fellow Travelers. Erica, thank you so much for being with us today. Uh, Fellow Travelers is a video cast that I have put together um, of the business people I most admire in order to hear a little bit and take a snapshot of us coming out of COVID and thinking around that. It's meant to be a really casual discussion followed by some rapid fire questions in the end. Um, so with that, can I ask how you're doing in this crazy time? I am surviving. Um, it has been a challenge with kids and work and you know, balancing everything at home, but so far, so far, so good. Um, it's been okay. And I think there's someone right with the door probably open right now. <laughs> <laughs> You know, I was just telling you that my son just ran into my husband's telescope and like took it out um, yep. 20 minutes ago. And so I think it's been a tough time. What is the funniest thing that a child has done in COVID? Oh my God. Um, my, okay, here's one. My daughter was going to the washroom as I was on a call and asked me, she's four years old, to, to wipe her bum during the call <laughs> that I was taking. So that probably wins for craziest moment. And uh you know, I think it's just, it's just trying to remain flexible and just understanding that kind of, you know, shit's going to happen literally. <laughs> my favorite moment was, uh, was when uh, my daughter's French teacher emailed us this week and said that my daughter had been crying this week because, um, because my son had apparently stolen Eden and ripped up her homework. Oh like, my God. Is that the modern equivalent of the dog ate my homework? Um, but uh, nonetheless, it ended up actually being a true story, which I was sure. Yeah, that's actually impressive. That is one of those <laughs> stories that you will tell for the next 20 years for sure. Um, and, uh, and how's it going with homeschooling? I, I have to say, so homeschooling, I, I think, has been the most, the, the biggest challenge. Because I think, you know, um, we've, you know, working parents have had to shift from one thing to the next. I mean, we all have calendars that are, you know, chock full of meetings. Um, I have three little kids, which my daughter's four and my son's eight. So they still need help kind of navigating, getting on and off classes, doing homework, figuring out where to go next. So that, that's been a real, yeah, that's, I, I'd have to say that's probably the, the biggest struggle. Um, and you feel, you know, you feel worried. I'm like, are these kids going to be weird progressing? Okay. <laughs> are they going to be repeating the set the grades that they're in because it's just you have no idea right and you're just kind of in this big void with all the other working parents so that's been probably the biggest yeah the biggest struggle for me at home yeah. what is the worst subject oh my god probably virtual gym to be honest like, <laughs> I, just, I don't necessarily see like the the benefit of virtual gym um my we do science experiments with my daughter's class on Friday afternoons. One is probably at two o'clock today. So you have to kind of gather all these ingredients, put them at a table, get it organized, sit there. So it's it's just kind of figuring out your calendar to you know to see like what you can do, what has to go, and being open with that because sometimes something's like something's got to give at some point. Um, I also think that people are sort of underappreciating like just how yeah hard it is to, yeah. to do that and and it's funny because in the workplace I feel like there aren't that many senior women like yourself who yeah. have young kids and that's an interesting dynamic do you think that there's a recognition sort of generally um I mean you work for a chill place but do you think in general you know there's enough attention on it or do you think that uh you know or do you think that there's still like a long way to go with I mental yeah, health that's a and others. <laughs> 
I, I worry, I worry with this, um, this pandemic that it's really brought us back, like brought working women back a ton. Um, and it's been really detrimental to kind of advancing because I think, you know, the natural default, and I think it's a bit of, you know, who women are and like, is to just say, okay, I gotta, I gotta prioritize my kids or I gotta take some time. And I think that's just normal to Nate. Like that's, that's how I feel also a lot too. Um, but I worry as, you know, working women, like we've all worked so hard to get to where we are. Um, and there's women, you're right, who are, who can't stay at home or who have to choose between staying at home or working and getting paid. And it's just, it's, I don't think we've done enough um, to acknowledge that and to really kind of recognize like how integral working women are and how their, their role right now is so difficult. And it's, and it's, so not to diminish either, like, you know, I mean, working men have a lot of problems and a lot of, it's a lot of difficult too, but I, I do think the focus has to be even more on, on working women. Do you, do you see yourself returning to the office five days a week? So you know what? Our company has moved to a distributed workforce model. So one thing COVID did was push us to be kind of, to think the other box. So the, the more kind of um, management roles and roles that can be remote are going to be remote now. So that's going to be really interesting. So I, you know, started my job. Uh, I started at Life Labs a year ago, and I started virtually. Like I got a computer delivered to my house. I'd never met. I'd met a couple people um, during the interview process, and I just I had to completely onboard, like all virtually, like meet the team, get to know people. And now I realize, you know, as the world kind of opens up and we are more back into normalcy or whatever that looks like. Yeah, I'm going to be staying at home. So the a lot of our workforce is going to be at home. But I think it's like broken down the 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 stereotype that, you know, I think if you look at us like working 10 years ago, I think there was this prejudice that, you know, oh, if you work from home, you're just watching TV, you're not doing anything. Think, <laughs> you know, you're not you're out. That's what I'm doing. Very, <laughs> as I as I flip off my TV behind. But yeah, I mean, I think um you know, I think that's gone. Like that stereotype is gone. Um, I think people have shown this, this pandemic has shown that we actually can work remotely. Um, technology works. People are, you know, inherently professional. So there. So I, I think we're never going to see that five days a week permanent return. Like I just don't see that as as a. Um, I think that's a permanent change that we'll we'll see it's the same way. You know, people used to, and I remember this. I was one of them. Go to work when they're a bit sick. Like, oh, you know, I'm not feeling great, but I'm here. I'm a trooper. That has changed. Yeah. I'm just like the grossest person ever. I was like, I'm so hardcore. I'm going to bring coughing. It's a badge of honor. <laughs> so like that kind of thing is also, um, I think that's just gone. So there's some, some, yeah, there's some stuff that's good, you know, like, I mean, so for, <laughs> you know, the, the virtual space, I think might, might not, like the pendulum, I think might be like, ideas we can might be to some places but that are very innovative very agile but you know most businesses are kind of like you know they've, they've swung this way and they're kind of veering back to the middle but it's still better and it's way more flexible than it was so i'm excited like i think from that perspective it's going to be great you obviously work in healthcare um i think everyone knows that I i'm curious what what draws you to the space i mean it's obviously hyper relevant right now we're all yeah abbed, we're all doing the thing yeah I, you know what, I've always been interested in healthcare. So it, it, um, I went to undergrad and I did 
human biology and bioethics. And I always liked the kind of intersections between the two. Right. I took, yeah, and I took, and I took a course from this prof, I don't even know if this guy, David Diesenhausen, and it was called Law and Morality at U of T. And it was really just blending kind of like legal aspects, ethical aspects, and then there's some health stuff and some like legal, like just kind of, um, just meaty kind of philosophical topics. I really liked it. And I, and I also like, like bioethics is such a personal, right? Like when you're talking about genetic testing and like euthanasia, these big, you know, huge topics, but really like the allocation of scarce resources. And I found that stuff interesting because it has, you know, personal impact, obviously, but um, societal impact, it's mired with kind of um, interesting, like ethical issues and economic issues and, and issues of, you know, who gets what, when, and how do we build a society where healthcare is kind of embedded, but we don't spend too much and we can spend too little and how do we distribute resources um, equitably. So I found that really interesting. And I, I went to law school and there were some whole courses I, I took at Queen's. Um, I went to a big law firm to, to work, um, which was great. I mean, I think that's kind of the path people take and you do learn a ton. I mean, there, you know, you're thrown into, you know, deals and you learn how to manage people and you learn how to get things done and be agile and think outside the box. And so I think that that training is good. Um, okay. I am going to switch you now, um, knowing that we both have kids running around here. I'm going to switch you to our rapid fire segment. I know my door is closed okay. so far. So who knows? Oh God, the rapid fire. Okay. Okay. Um, Okay, here we go. What is the crappiest job you've ever had? Oh, a lifeguard at a total crappy condominium complex when I think I was 15 years old. Huh. Yeah, totally burned. Had to like look at the boiler room, like check the water. Yeah, it was insane. And had like older people just telling me I wasn't doing my job well. 100% that. <laughs> well, and then how did you, how did you sort of use the skills you learned there to help get you to where you are now? Oh my God, that's a good question. Um, you know what? The skills I I learned there were diplomacy skills. So it was um, it was like a condominium complex for seniors, and so they would just be they had nothing to do except for just watch what I was doing. So I got to forge relationships with them, figure out who was who, um, navigate difficult personalities, and bring people together. So I actually think I actually did probably learn more than I thought. <laughs> And it got you to where you are today. Yeah, um, maybe. What's the first place you'll want to travel to after COVID? Oh my God. Um, you know what? I I have a soft spot for Italy. I would love, I went there on my honeymoon like 10 years ago. So probably Italy. I have also though promised my kids because of all this that they want to go to Disney. And I've never been to, like I went once, but and my husband's never been. So we might just pull the, yeah, pull the shoot and go there too. But probably one of those two places first and then more exotic as the time goes on. Cause I feel like everyone's starving for some type of a vacation. Yes, yes. I would like to take my kids to go and see like Harry Potter stuff. I, I'm yes, yeah. Well, they're at the age, right? Like, I mean, at some point this is not gonna become as as amazing as it, it is for them now. <laughs> so I think this, this is like a good age for them to do that, yeah. Um, what are you feeling most grateful for in this moment? Um, so my sister actually has COVID. Um, so she's a, so this is an example of like, we talk about frontline workers. So she's an early childhood educator. Um, and they were, she's young. She's in her like, early like, 
early. So she was, she just got a vaccination like seven days before getting diagnosed with COVID. And it was just that, and she's, you know, like she's out there, she's managing the kids' daycares remains open while schools are closed. So she's, um, you know, struggling with COVID right now. So I'd say right now, I'm probably most fearful for that. Um, she seems to be doing okay. But it's just an example of, you know, we take it so for granted that you can work from home. And so you think about all of the, the people who are just out there having to do jobs and, you know, really managing things for on behalf of everybody else. So that's, that's probably in the present moment what I'm, what I'm most fearful of. And, and, and on the flip side, what are you, what are you sort of most grateful for? Yes, I am grateful for, um, so I'm grateful for the fact that the vaccination seems to be rolling out. And it looks like cases are going down. I am grateful for you know everyone being like okay and here. Um, everyone's seemingly being healthy, and I'm excited for you know just to regroup with people. Like I think it's going to be so nice to you know I never I always just took advantage or took for granted the fact you could just have a drink on a patio or you know just go get a movie. I am looking forward to just it's more of the simple things now, right? Like it's not the huge trip. It's just being able to go have a taco at a patio just with someone that would be like I just that has not happened let's go have tacos and margaritas I think that sounds that sounds good to me I have not done that in so damn long so yeah just stuff like that like just the day-to-day the simple like fluidity of life right like and not and just feeling like feeling safe too right like that feeling of safety that we had before and then we didn't have for so long I think that's something that we have to be mindful of, like just feeling comfortable and safe in spaces um, will be nice. I'm writing that down. It's such a good (laughs) thought. (laughs) Um, Going a little bit lighter now, what's your favorite food? Oh my God, my favorite food. Um, I would say my favorite food is probably, oh my God, probably, probably is tacos. Tacos or... I really like there's this restaurant in Toronto called Thai, which is like Northern Thai food, which is delicious. Oh, um, so delicious. So delicious. delicious. Probably terrible for me, but I love that. Yeah. <laughs> Late at night, I will just order that. I'll just activate my Uber Eats and just <laughs> many times it might be by myself, but just, yeah. Just, you know, I am grateful for Uber Eats. Oh my God, me too. <laughs> I do not want to know how much I've spent on Uber Eats in the past. Like, I, I probably could find out. I don't want to know. Maybe like less on shoes than you would have. You know, yeah. <laughs> um, someone asked me the other day, they were like, do you think the purses miss us? And I was like, oh, yeah. question. <laughs> so funny. So Are you a morning person or a night owl? I'm a morning person. I'm usually falling asleep at 10, 30, 11 o'clock at night. What about you? Are you morning or night? You know, I think I, everything. <laughs> I prefer to avoid midday, but I love yeah. the morning and midday. I love the night. And so if I could just like siesta in the afternoon, I think. Oh my God, wouldn't that be, yeah, two to four, like seems to be the worst time. Yeah. yeah. We'll do our next iteration of this podcast, not at this time of day. Yes, oh yeah, <laughs> considering it's, what is it? it's one, 143, yeah, it's true. <laughs> um, do you have any hobbies? I do, um, I love, I love, okay. I love spending time with friends. I, um, what the hell else are my hobbies? I play, I play piano. So I like music. Oh. Um, I took up, the, we moved, we moved my old childhood piano here. So my son could pick up the piano. I've actually enjoyed playing piano now again. I used to do that when I was little. Um, I do run like not necessarily quickly, but I do enjoy just like 
getting out, especially now that we're stuck inside. Mm -hmm. Um, and I love just looking at, I guess, like architecture and style. Like I'm, I'm just like a junkie for that kind of stuff. Like that's what I enjoy looking at online. Um, but apart from that, honestly, I feel like my hobbies are now mainly spending time with my kids. Like I, I used to, you know, horseback ride and travel and do all these amazing things. And now it's just when I'm home and kind of, you would find me at the park. Lego. Generally like, yeah, running around with my kids, like playing, I'm the adult, the odd adult that's playing, like putting my foot in, like my oversized foot in the kids group to play like hide and go seek. So, so I, I'm, I'm, I'm much, I'm pretty, I like turn into a child with my children <laughs> and their friends. Um, okay, last question. Very last question. That you have to okay. Do you have any sense of what you want your legacy to be? Or like anything um, about what you want to leave behind? <sighs> And it's fine to say it's too intense. I'm just like, no, that's a heavy, that's a heavy question. Trying to pick a legacy. Time. I think I want to, I guess I, I want to be known as someone who's helped people move forward with their lives and like helped better. So better their lives. Like I think, so my, my biggest accomplishment at work is always when I'm when I see people advance, like when I'm advancing people, I'm like, I'm seeing them grow. Um, and it sounds totally trite, but it's true. You know, you get, you know, you get excited about being a, I don't know, like a finalist in some award thing. But what really drives me is, wow, like, you know, this person was here, like I had people on my team go from here and now they're like general counsel at a, a you know, hospital, like moving up at a company. That's exciting. Like it's exciting to see people grow. I think my legacy, and I, I try to do that with my friends and my family, like help them out, like, you know, help open doors when I can connect people, um, drive people like that. I think I would I, like to see. So when, when I'm dead and gone, I would appreciate it. If people, if people, hopefully it's not long, but God knows, but you know, I'd like people to think like, oh, you know, she really was, um, someone who, yeah, like, like helped out, like helped me develop, helped me, um, you know, connected me, like pushed me forward and did everything I could to facilitate that. So that's, yeah. So, I mean, I'd, I'd like to, that'd be probably something I'd like to see. Um, yeah. well, what about you? Do you have a, do you have a legacy, Shelby? I need to hear your legacy. I don't think so. I don't know. Hard, I, right? I mean, like, I think I'm just trying to, Chris Hadfield has a concept um, of being a zero, like not trying to add too much value, not trying to take away any value. <laughs> I'm like just trying to get by. We're adding a lot more than zero. <laughs> um, and so I think we're just, you know, just living, living day by day. I, I hope that something will unfold in time. And, and I really um, am passionate about, um, I don't know, I, I suppose um, building things. I love to build. Yeah, you're generating. Like that's such an exciting thing. Like the, the like generating ideas and building things. I think that's, like that's something that you try to, like strive for right like so many of us just kind of you know you go to work and you're you're like little building but you're actually like generating like there's a difference well, yeah that's true i am giving it a go that's for sure. <laughs> um <laughs> we'll see how it works out um i can't thank you enough for like indulging me in doing this oh my god this is so fun I, I love these like rapid questions like, well, these are one of these like this is an idea i had that i i thought would be really neat with with you know a few people i i really yeah. like to like so take a take a little snapshot of what we're of it's where awesome we're and it's nice to it's nice to just like I'm sure same with you like talk on a personal level right like so much of your work is probably just like to just kind of like unravel someone and hear about how they are and what makes them tick and oh 
So we got it. When are we going to do one for you? We're going to have to flip the chair. Well, maybe we'll maybe we'll do that. I'm gonna I'm gonna stop recording now. I'm gonna say thank you, and then we'll okay. when we're gonna switch it. Okay.